0: Soki Radio, live number 60 tonight it is Cherno Day, September 9th, 2017 and it's basically Meme Central in our, in our chat
1: post memes let the memes flow through you and let them come out your fingertips onto the keyboard into our chat
0: so we can we can see them we have a couple new emotes out there uh if you aren't already in our partner discord server you can join us either by going to again and clicking that link on the sidebar or going to discord.gg slash gr and that is probably the easier way to do it but uh yeah so there you go um before we really begin the show, uh, we know it's Cherno Day and stuff, but some, some recent events, because it's not everyone out there is able to enjoy the show as normal, uh, particularly in parts of the U.S. where recent weather has been wreaking havoc. Uh, it kind of started when I was still in Japan, and so DMJ can speak a little more to that, but right now we've got uh, Irma out there next to Florida that's uh, got a lot of people and a bunch of bunch of uh crap is going on out there to, to put it okay. lately so but what, what, what do you know dmj because he yeah, you're you're like a meteorologist for goodness sake
1: while you were off in japan dodging missiles uh, we've been getting mother's nature's wrath <laughs> now okay my heart goes out to the victims of harvey and everything going on in houston Um, I got friends out there in Texas who are probably responding to the Harvey disaster, and I understand what's going on. However, I need to shift focus to the current uh, disaster at hand, and that is the Hurricane Irma. Now, I have been following this storm since it formed out in Cape Verde, and I knew something was going to be up with this storm since day one. And I want to let people know, if they're first off, if you're out of the state of Florida, good. If we have any IP addresses coming from the state, the state of Florida, and right I, now, listening I, to the I show. I just
0: checked, and we don't. So
1: <laughs> good, because I was, I'm about to get, I was about to get dad voice and <laughs> tell you all to get off and hunker down. Um, we're right now expecting. 125 miles per hour winds when it it reaches landfall and it still has yet to reach landfall. Uh, You can follow my Twitter at DMJ if you want to see. I've been kind of retweeting out the path and how it's all gonna play out. But from the latest models that I have seen, uh, Irma should be making landfall around 2 2 p.m. Sunday in Southern Florida. Um, you guys are already getting the Tropical Storm bans, um, I, I know we don't have any IP addresses, but if you have people there in Florida that you know who thought they could ride out the storm because they think it's, oh, it's just another Hugo, listen, it is not going to be like anything else they've seen before. Um, tell them hunker down. There's already It's already too late for them to leave. They have no gas in that state. There is no way for you to get out. It is gridlocked all the way from Key West all the way up through to Georgia. There is no way you're escaping this storm. Yeah. It's either find the nearest place, shelter down, and, and just get ready for the worst.
0: And, and we realize that most people who are listening aren't from the affected area, hopefully. But if you know anyone out there, you know, I, there's... People are saying you know, there's certain charities and things that you can can donate to if you feel so inclined. Um, people have been recommending you know find a find a charity that's more local to the area because they'll be able to sort of benefit that area the most. Um, but if you can't do that, even if you just know someone out there, you know, send send them a message. Just check up on them on social media or something. Just reach out, let them know that you're thinking about them, and I'm sure they'll appreciate the thought. So. Any, yeah, anything so, you can uh, do
1: so uh, I guess at this point let's continue on with the show and hopefully nobody from Florida connects
0: <laughs> I have I'll be watching you out there
1: uh, I will get dad voice <laughs> I will dad out on you yeah um actually um hold off uh, a good charity actually right now to give to um dame's done quick is doing a marathon doing marathons for hurricane relief right now donate to that because if you can't find anybody locally well games done quick does really good with their charities
0: and it's it's true i mean i've i've enjoyed their streams and things but let let's make this clear like do this after the stream listen to us first and then go go tune into them chip in chip in a few bucks or or more if you feel like it uh yeah, yeah so. I think that's, so, uh, that, that's that piece out of the way. So On
2: with the show.
0: On with the show. What is Cherno Day? Why is September 9th a, a thing? I, I mean, Cherno's we, got the number nine. Uh, so, see, mm-hmm.
1: the reason why Cherno Day exists is because we all need a day within our fan base to just meme out to the hardest core extent. Mm-hmm. And so, have an excuse for
0: it. So much so that we have an extra channel in our in our Discord server.
1: Mm-hmm. There's, Follow the Cherno day.
0: There's so much there's so much blue floating around. I, uh,
1: Find as many Cherno pictures as possible and dump it into that chat.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean you can, sure, why not? That channel's actually from last year when we started it. other stuff that's going on during the show tonight Uh, most of our music tonight is from this year uh, save for the background music although some of the background music is from this year too so that's pretty uh, swell no pun intended
1: now when are we going to start the hour and a half of just nothing but ice machine sounds because I believe that one
0: you know It was a great idea, but the problem is... Like, I don't... I I would want, like, the sounds from a commercial ice machine. Something that's always running. Something that's got, like... Like, I had one of those when I used to work at a, a different place. But, I mean, these days it'd just be, like... Holding up a microphone to our refrigerator, you know... Freezer ice maker thing. and I don't know, it's not that exciting. Getting an hour and a half of that... also pretty impossible because uh it it just can't keep up
1: oh no no i was just saying mic up your ice maker
0: (laughs) implying i have an ice maker
1: i mean i have one upstairs i'll just mic it up i guess and we can just play that
0: i i I really i really hope that this is still a joke by the end of the show when we aren't actually getting these ice machine sounds coming through it's possible oh,
1: wait, but wait, you're you're not wanting this even though I bought the three thousand dollar boom mic? Wha- <laughs> what? i I was gonna put a boom mic in my freezer. I mean I was I was do you think I was joking?
0: Why why do you need one of those when you can just like I don't know, slam the XLR cable in between the door and the fridge and just have the microphone kinda sitting in there? By the end but of the show, it'll be encased to be in ice. Be I mean, effort.
1: This has to be an effort. Oh,
0: so <laughs> it's, it's about effort and not how much the equipment costs.
1: Yes, it's about putting effort into making sure we have the highest quality mic sound. Okay. The highest quality sounds coming from the freezer. Uh-huh. Like every once in a while, you'll hear somebody get ice and then you hear the <clears throat> of the ice machine.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, sure so uh yeah
1: so sure no day great day but we something something was going on within the confines of our little station uh, uh-huh. you went somewhere with people and did things
0: I I did and this is you know like we talked obviously last month we did a live show in Tokyo Japan live number 59 was. Uh, done completely in a three-room apartment in Japan. Uh, and so we like we were in like this, I don't know, 12 by 12 room or whatever it is and just do it, doing our show. So, uh, you know, we had myself, Nano was there, Zara was there um, from the staff team, and we also had Fanzi in person. DJ Koishi from Komiji Records was kind of with us, but they were over in the other room sleeping because they didn't get back until like six in the morning or something the previous so like by the time we started the show they had like two hours of sleep or something and i can't really blame them for that although i do wonder why they were out so late and then we also had bucky who's been on the show before um he was over in the you know in an apartment a couple doors down and he also didn't get back until late apparently he was out partying or at a bar or something i don't know bucky was quick to make friends while he was in japan it was kind of impressive but the, the rest of us were just kind of sitting around uh, one microphone doing our show in, in one of the most nomadic setups that we've had in a very long time and uh, somehow it actually went all right like i'm I sitting mean... i'm sitting back in the studio now here in uh, in minnesota in the united states and i'm i've got my regular equipment i had to spend like 3 hours setting it all up again cuz i took it all down but so now we're kind of back to back to normal
1: I mean, definitely the quality was better than most one mic podcasts that I've ever listened to.
0: Did you did you end up listening to it? Or part of it? I th- I, 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 right
1: right, right I when you, I went to...
0: See, I, I thought you fell asleep.
1: I d- did. And <laughs> I did again. Um, uh-huh. If you guys, you guys have no idea what's been going on the past few days, but I've been up for a while. So I, a couple hours ago, I decided to go take a nap. And when I went to go take my nap, I decided, oh, I might as well listen to the show a little bit. And uh, the audio quality wasn't bad. In my opinion, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I still fell asleep.
0: <laughs> well, but... I, I appreciate that. You know, it, it's good to know that uh, it was not the most terrible thing. Um, the, we do post the shows after they've been done. It usually takes a couple weeks or so for it to hit the, the public. But uh, the Japan show was a bit of a special case just because we were in a different place. Obviously, our priorities are different. Uh, Now that I'm back here, though, and I had to prepare for this show, so I'm a couple shows behind, but I'm going to catch up on that. Hopefully, we'll get Live 59 out the door um, to to our early folks first, and then by the end of the week, it'll be out to everyone else. And then Live 60, I imagine, will be the week after that. So that's kind of my plan there.
1: So, uh, so, so what was your, your, your goings on? Like, let's, let's, cause I know you got vlogs coming out and I know you already had the show, but mm-hmm. cover some stuff you guys did that didn't make it to at least the show last
0: time. I mean, I've got a whole boatload of stuff that we did during, uh, our trip in Japan that we didn't, didn't get to the show, namely because like, we still had, like, at least half the trip ahead of us after after the show. So, uh, well, maybe not quite that. It was about the halfway mark, but...
1: But... but let, let, let me put it this way.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Did you or did you not decide it would be a good idea to, you know... I saw you guys went to the Swiss Shrine. Did you blast Kiro 9 Destiny like the tourist you are?
0: Oh, okay. So... Yes, I did go to that area of Japan. But I'm going to talk a little bit more about that after this. Um, First of all, when I was in Japan, I was able to go to a concert that had a few different artists uh one of them being digital wing and that is what
1: back up for people who did not
0: nope nope you're cut off this is digital wing uh to go with is the first one here followed by party wing and you're listening to get so live number 16.
2: 日々忘れられるからね ah, Until
0: was talking to me about some of the stuff that we uh, did in Japan. Um, We kind of hashed over this during the last live show, but I haven't talked to DMJ since then. And, you know, you've got some questions. uh, Some things that you know that we did, and so I mean, ask away. I'll I'll try to put this in a way that others can sort of take away something from it. Uh, So hit me. What what do you got?
1: Was being in the line at comic at as magical as the time-lapse videos make it look.
0: I actually was never in the line.
1: I know! Which makes me upset! Because <laughs> I really would love to see how it actually flows, but you had something special for this!
0: Yeah, so because we were helping Comedie Records, I got a, a ticket that let me get in early, so that I could set up and stuff. <laughs> Um, but if you want to ask about the line experience, Zara is your guy, because he went out there at, like, 1030 at night, and then stuff happened, and then other stuff happened, and then it rained, and a lot of his, yeah. Just ask him about it. That, that's my answer.
1: I hope you're listening, Zara, because I know you're partying with FreezeX right okay, now, get, having a delicious
0: barbecue. Get this.
1: And I wish I could have barbecue, but I'm on a diet.
0: The re- <laughs> The reason Zara is not here with us is because he's at uh, FreezyX. We've, taught, we've mentioned him on the show before. Uh, we did an interview one of the shows ago. And uh, he's having a barbecue. So, someone with the name Freeze in his username is having a barbecue on Cherno Day. And this is very, I mean, it's a good idea. It's great. Cool. And
1: I'm hopped up. I, I'm in a bad mood because I'm hopped up on hydroxy cut unsweetened black tea, but we'll get to that later.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that later, maybe, probably not. What else you got?
1: Um Mass I saw you guys using the mass transit system a lot. Yes. Is it as efficient as like every like I see a lot of people saying like Tokyo's mass transit system makes New York's look like trash. And it's like is it as efficient and as fast? So as it's it is it's like kind of hyped up to me.
0: So when they say that Japan's mass transit system, at least within the Tokyo metropolitan area, uh, runs with militant-like efficiency, they're absolutely right. Like the time it says on the board is the time the train arrives pretty much. Uh, There are, of course, like with any other system, will be times where it's delayed, but they will have a notification posted online, as well as the trains that are still running normally, what the delay is, where it is, what the cause of the delay is. And actually, there was some kind of interesting reasons for the delay. Um, There was one time where I was on one of the train lines and I look up at the screen and it's talking about a Shinkansen line, that's one of the bullet trains in Japan, um, that had been delayed due to a bear collision.
1: You're telling me, hold on, I need to get this in my head or else (laughs) things Will that go right? For my brain. Are you saying a train collided with a bear or two bears collided together and now they shut down the track because these two bears crashed into each other on the track?
0: See, the uh, the, the second scenario would be so much nicer, but it was probably the first scenario.
1: Because I want to know why they have to shut a train line down when just two bears collided with each other.
0: That's a good question.
1: I, I believe... I'm pretty sure. Like, is that a common occurrence? It's like, probably not. A, it's, it's probably not a bears? common occurrence. Yeah. No. Now, now there's a, there's a lot that now you guys did a lot of touristy stuff. Well, of
0: course. I mean, that's kind of what we were.
1: But you you had the added experience of doing uh, tourist stuff with DJ Koishi or attempted to Oh boy in some points in time and I know we talked about this earlier off stream but I kind of want to go back like you guys were having constant issues trying to locate DJ Kuishi <laughs>
0: Um so what I'm going to say about that there was a lot of stupid stuff that happened a lot of communication breakdown when you're in Japan if you basically the two different ways that we had to communicate were, well, the mode was the internet. We had a completely separate Discord server for the six of us, uh, as well as Facebook for those on Facebook. But we either had a hotspot that everyone in our group connected to, or wh- whoever our group was at the time, or some people, I think actually most people, by the end of the trip, ended up getting SIM cards that they just loaded into their phone. And... Uh, that had a limited amount of data, but it would l- allow them to communicate with people. So um, now, th- getting so like if someone wasn't online, there was really nothing you could do about it. Or if their hotspot was dead, or if their SIM card was you know, had their data used or whatever, which happened towards the end of the trip for some people, then yeah, it became a problem. But yeah, uh, and and some yeah, I, I can't really go into it too much. But all I can say is that. Uh that particular part was a little frustrating. It was it was challenging trying to coordinate that stuff.
1: Now, the big question. Mm-hmm. You guys were there at the hype, like the 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 peak hype of Splatoon 2 Go Time.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And as you know, I am also part squid. Yeah, uh, yes. How hype? was everybody for Splatoon 2.
0: Um there's so hype that when you left certain stores, you know how like, if there's a promotion of something going on, some receipts will say the thing at the bottom. It's like, there's this movie, or, you know, check out this thing. It's like a little advertisement thing. There were some stores that had a little ad block thing for Splatoon 2 on the bottom of, of the receipt. So, I have some receipts that say Splatoon 2 on them even though the place I was shopping at it's completely unrelated
1: now do they did they have Splatoon 2 toys at their fast food stores
0: um I don't
1: cause that's when you know it's truly hype
0: I mean even like I I know I stopped into a McDonald's at some time but I don't really think I don't know if they did I didn't notice I guess maybe maybe Happy Meals just aren't like a big thing in Japan I didn't really look into it to be honest Um, the one thing that you were going to ask me before we started into the next, you know, the song before was the trip to, uh, Kamisua in that area. Yes! So, this was kind of an interesting scenario because, uh, for most of the time that we were there, we traveled together as much as we could, uh, and that kind of thing, but the day that I went to, uh, that part of Japan... Most of the other people in our group, uh, their Japan Rails Pass had expired, so they weren't able to go out there. Uh, so I decided on, on a whim, I was like, okay, today's the last day I can do this. I looked up the area, looked up the line I had to take, and I just, I just went. I was gone, you know? It's... Um, there's no bullet train that goes to this part of japan it's basically uh it's in the not Na- uh, nagano prefecture which is just a uh, kind of like west northwest of tokyo but it's a two-hour train ride on the express train so uh-huh. it's a ways out there and when you get out there there's another local line that you have to you have to hop off at uh kamisuo station or yeah, yeah. Kamisuwa Station, and that will take you a couple stops down to, I think, Shimosua Station. And you get off there, and basically you walk around to the sites and places that you want to go to. According to local legend, I don't know how true this is or not, but I'm just going to say it anyway, but apparently, according to local legend, um, if Gensokyo existed, that is the place it would be. It was the place that I went to. Um, There's a couple kind of various blogs out there on the internet that people have kind of written their account of making this, I guess, pilgrimage to this part of Japan. But, uh, so y- you get there, y- you hop off the, the, the train, and there's a few different places you can go to. Now, it, what's really nice is that they have signs pointing to the various uh, shrines and, and things that you can visit, which, uh, w- which is great, because if I didn't have those, I'd be completely glued to my phone for directions. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, the, for a lot of it, I just followed the signs, which was nice. And eventually, I walked up this giant hill and got to, uh, I think, the... It was like Akimiya Shrine or something uh, at the top of this, this big hill. You look down. I have some photos of, of the view I had. And you just see like the, the small like town, city area that you're walking through. Yeah. If you continue up the hill... There's a staircase, and that goes to the shrine area. And that shrine looks very much like uh, one of the shrines you'll find in um, at least one, probably a few, I, I don't know the specifically, specifically, uh, of the Toho games. So, if you walk further in, uh, there are... Uh, Emma, or ema I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but they're basically little message boards that are at the Shrine site, and I read online on one of these blog posts, like I read, said earlier, that people will draw um, or write things that make reference to the Toho project, and so I went over there, I didn't touch or move any of them, but just from what I could see, there were... Drawings of, like, Suoko's hat and, like, a little frog thing and there's a Kappa reference to, like, yes. uh, Nitori. And, like, yes. so there was stuff out there that said, hey, there's evidence of Toho Project out here two hours in the, away from Tokyo in, the, in, like, literally dead center of Japan. And that's what I went out there to see. That, and, of course, it, it, go visit the shrines and things. There was another, um... There were a couple of other shrines that I visited while I was out there, and that eventually the sun had set, and I had to travel back to uh, to Tokyo. But it was a it was definitely an experience just going out there on my own on one of the express trains. It took a couple hours to get there, but the scenery, the scenery traveling is nice. Um, and once you actually get there, when you want to do the exploring, there are signs. And you can follow the signs, and that will get you to um, a, a couple of the major shrines in the area. I've read online on this blog post, or a couple blog posts, that uh, where other people have done this, where uh, there's like certain directions to get to a couple of the other shrines. I didn't really go... That far, I just went to like a couple of the major ones, plus one or two in between. Um, so that that was pretty much my experience. Uh, and as I'm mentioning blogs, I've actually, when I started doing my trip, I was blogging every day until the day that Nano arrived, and then I stopped blogging because we just had stuff to do. Um, you know. A couple days after Nano arrived was like Comic head, so we had stuff to do. Just didn't write the blog, but I will add those items to the blog. Uh, you know, photos and my account of things. And if you're curious to know what I've written so far, it's going to be over at LunarSpotlight.com/blog.
1: Cool. Yeah. So now it's time to get to the little questions, what I would call questions the common folk want to know best ramen place that you ate oh
0: my gosh there was a place in i have to make sure i get this right um i think it was in osaka um zara and i had spent the night in osaka in a capsule hotel and so the day after... Which you
1: have pictures of.
0: Which I have pictures of. And and the day that we left, we just kind of... What's interesting is, like, in a lot of these cities in Japan, whether it's Osaka or Kyoto or uh, Nara or... Um, uh, we visited Hiroshima, too, but I don't think they had one of these. Uh, but basically, in a lot of the cities that you'll you'll visit, or parts of the cities, there's, like, a street... Um, it's like a big street with a bunch of, like, street vendors or stores and stuff like that. There's just a bunch of people there visiting or walking or whatever. And so, in Osaka, on one of those streets, um, I'd have to look up what the, what it's called because Japanese names are difficult, but, um, there was a ramen place that claimed to be, like, the number one in that part of Osaka. And it was funny because Zara and I were waiting to get in because the place was full when we arrived. There was a little bench, and behind the bench was this television screen that just repeated the same NHK um, interview thing for the restaurant. So it was like, you had this interview... Like, you had this... It was just... It was weird. You had this, um, this woman who went out to the restaurant and was like Uh sat down and talked to the owner and she's like what is this happiness ramen what is this shiawase ramen and so like they just keep talking about the shiawase ramen and zara even ordered the shiawase ramen but uh uh, yeah that was
1: expected from nano because if they say it like say it on tv he's gotta order it
0: well it was was zara (laughs) yeah nano wasn't with us during the time but um yeah it that was hands down the best ramen place i've ever been to in like the world so it was really really good
1: all right so i'm gonna kind of fast forward a lot Uh we're gonna talk about the trip back okay a lot of things happened geopolitically in that region uh, while you were gone, while while you were there, uh-huh. and while we- and and like I said, while we're getting hit by Mother Nature, Lunar was dodging Kim Jong Un. Which, if you guys have no idea, uh, years ago we put up a uh, 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 an April Fool's don't, news post. Don't, don't even
0: don't even mention that. <laughs> I that was,
1: love that too- it. Though. That
0: was that was like a combination <laughs> of our tribe's idea and I. I was just like, okay, um, that's an idea, and I know I can make this work. So I tried, and it, it happened. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh,
1: Essentially, the news post said that Kim Jong-Un declared war against Kinsokyo, and while Lunar was on the way back, apparently, they fired a missile over Northern Japan and woke everybody up to air raid sirens. So you said you were in O'Hare when this all went down.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, like. So, so here's here's how it went down, right? Um, the the day I left Japan, you've got like a twelve hour flight or whatever to O'Hare Airport in near Chicago, Illinois, and um, and so what ended up happening was I, I had a connecting flight that I unfortunately missed because a storm was rolling through, and they had to pull the ground crew um, that was offloading the luggage. So once they got back in, I just didn't have enough time, Like it just evaporated. I had like a two and a half hour layover and it was just almost completely gone by the time I had all my stuff. Um, But anyway, so I ended up staying at the airport, I stayed there overnight, got a flight for the morning, so that all worked out fine, but I was watching the television as I was sitting there, and they're talking about this missile that was shot over northern Japan. And um, a couple of us over here follow um, a YouTube channel called Abroad in Japan, and he pretty immediately posted like his account of of the air raid sirens and things that happened in that part of Japan because because uh, yeah, that was a thing. So if anyone was wondering, like knowing that that happened, that a missile launch happened in that region, I, Ha- I-, I was there less than twenty-four hours before it happened, but I was already in the states when and- when it happened. So,
1: oh man, that 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 whole trip must have been like crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, pr- and, pretty much. And
1: you got you got you're going to be putting up the um the show that you guys did there soon, hopefully. Um, and you're also putting out vlogs. Uh, do you have, Are you trying to like roll them out like weekly or just as you can?
0: Um, so the major thing is the blog that I am writing. That's at lunarspotlight.com/blog. And as far as video stuff, I'm putting together a more major compilation of some of the content that I got when I was there. So I'm, I'm not really doing a an incremental thing because I mean it's after the fact. What I'm, I'm just going to put it all together. Uh, and make it look as good as I can, basically. I do have a smaller snippet, um, just kind of a rough cut of some of the video material that I got there, and I'll actually show that with you guys, or share that with you guys during the show tonight, if you're in our Discord chat, so.
1: But, uh, yeah, so I guess you guys had a, a, a time. Now, how how is it how were you adjusting from going from Japan time, or from U.S., I guess, central time to Japan time and back? How was that adjustment for
0: So, I, I I saw this question in chat. I'm just going to read it so that I can tr- make sense. Um, from this person's experience, traveling west to east, the jet lag is worse than east to west. So... And this is weird because you cross the international dateline and maps the way they're written here is different than... um, So, west to east. Uh, I I can't really make sense of that in my head, but what I will say is that when I was going from the U.S. to Japan, um, the, the bulk of our group basically acclimated very quickly. It took maybe a couple days for me to not feel even remotely tired during the daytime and just get up and go. Which is really cool. When I came back to the states, um, what ended up happening was y- you have to take into account the 12-hour flight that I had coming from Japan to the U.S. Uh, the... No, and
1: was there any layovers on the well, way back?
0: Like I said, I missed my layover and I had to stay overnight at the airport. I caught well, well, I caught a six I'm... in the morning flight and then flew back in the morning. So, what basically I had either little or very poor quality sleep in between when I left Japan and when I actually got home. So what ended up happening was I basically fell asleep like midday that day that I actually got back instead of going to sleep at night like I was going to if I had made my connection. And the net effect of that is that I still wake up even like this morning at 5 in the morning. I can't... Like... I <sighs> I go to sleep early, and I wake up early, and I'm still off-kilter from it, even though it's, like, two weeks after I came back. So it's it's been a, it's been kind of rough, I, I'll be honest with you.
1: Well, it sounds like that was probably, like, one... Uh, I, I, I really wish I could have made that trip, but, like, you know, I got work.
0: Yeah. That's a lot of time. I mean, we were there for 34 days, so it's just... I honestly... If you're just there to tour, I would recommend a shorter time frame, because towards the end of the trip, we were kind of, some of us, I mean, I think, it wasn't really a sense of, like, being homesick, but...
1: How much McDonald's did you eat and just be like, man? Well...
0: I mean, we didn't have a whole lot. I was there maybe four times out of the entire trip, which, I mean considering it was 34 days that's really not much at all it's like less than once a week
1: the 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 unofficial us embassy mcdonald's
0: <laughs> yeah it, except for when you have like anime mascots for the restaurant
1: now for now if you if you guys a lot of people in chat don't don't know this but we have a friend named uh, Paradox, who is from Canada, when she comes down to the U.S., chicken nugget prices uh-huh. are very low. Apparently, are chicken nugget prices cheaper in Japan? Can I get the, s- the cheaper chicken nuggets at McDonald's in Japan versus the U.S.?
0: Um, I believe so. Uh, I I don't I don't immediately I don't remember I don't remember the price of. A 10 piece chicken McNuggets. I don't. I feel. I want to say that I did order them at some point. I just don't remember. But I will say this, because I do remember this. Um, I, I at one point got a strawberry milkshake, and it was a. at least a medium, maybe a large. It was a pretty decent size. And that was 200 yen. So like less than $2 US. But <laughs> it was really good. And what's, what's really amazing about a lot of the, even the fast food restaurants that you'll find there is, one, you're hard pressed to find a location that has a drive-through. They just don't exist because most people walk everywhere. And the other thing is, all the food that you get is cooked fresh. There was not a single time where I was at a McDonald's or a Moss Burger or some other restaurant like that, where the food was served to me and it wasn't like hot, fresh. It's like that all the time, everywhere, and it's pretty incredible. When you compare it to like, I don't know, I got a cheeseburger the other day from here, and uh, it just doesn't. It was dubious. It doesn't compare. Like, it's it's not it's not really the quality of the food because I'd say they're they're pretty comparable. If you, if you go to McDonald's, like, anywhere, supposedly the food's going to be very similar. But it's just, like, it's always hot and fresh over there. Anyway, uh, I've I've talked a lot. I'm actually starting yeah. to uh, get a little fatigued. So I'm going to yep, move on so. to our next set here. Uh, we've got a couple songs, uh, one from Tama Onsen and the other... Is an orchestral version of a song that Senya did. So uh, let's get into this. We'll come back afterwards. This is Someday in Summer on Gonzoke Radio Live number 60.
3: だった you go fun you walk night you the sucker sweep you as i got to hear the 神みたいな you in
4: the 進んないも見た昨日あれ
3: やっぱり、なるほどおいおい、昨日
4: 昨日の現在地も分からず目的地を探せ
3: Y 幻想入り、ゆとりろも幻想入り。はいたたたた。明日んほら、住所書いてある埼玉
2: 地は村雲好きで愛さない
0: This is Gensokyo Radio live number sixty. Live number sixty. I do I sound normal? Hold on, I'm having a moment. This is Gensokyo Radio live number sixty. That is the weirdest thing. It's like I'm having an uh, an experience right now. Anyway, so uh <laughs> we're both at the half right now. And so we've got listeners from Australia, Belgium, Canada, the Czech Republic, Finland, France, Germany, Japan, South Korea, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Norway, Russia, the United Kingdom, and the United States. And of those, we've got Melhavik, Bryn, Rastaja, Zerograd, Mimoul, Sakuya, LZI. QID, Chris1, Backburner12, Elite Asian, Corey, Imurok, I Hate You All, Elite Asian, uh, again, mm, uh, Kagiro Days, Mr. Sketchy DMJ654, of course, and Adamantium Knights. Now, some other thing that we've been missing out on, and I, I feel a little bad about this, but we've got a group of people out there that are also supporting us with a little bit of a contribution per month. And those people are Nick Smith, Dimitri G, Kagero Days, General Coolman, Fanzi, I Hate You All, Mr. Sketchy, Echi Arani, and K- uh, Kimonoma. Kimunoma. Uh, it's no coincidence that some of those names are overlapping, but uh, yeah. So if you want to help support our group, folks who make you know, the folks behind Gensokia Radio, the folks behind uh, another project that we're doing, visual novel.moe. you can support our group by going to patreon.com slash media, and you do get some extras for your support, depending on the amount, so go check that out if you're interested. But thank you to those people who are supporting, we definitely appreciate it. Especially because this is pretty much what I do full time, other than freelancing.
1: So, yep,
0: that's what so, I got. Uh,
1: so, uh, keep keep our servers ticking because right now well, we're having problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's you know that's another thing actually that uh, we should probably cover. Um,
1: yeah, because it happened. It started while you guys were gone.
0: Well, I don't know if it started while we were gone or if it started like a couple days after we came back. I don't know if you notice anything beyond that, but apparently, um, our station's pretty popular with Russia. <laughs>
1: uh, apparently, we're banning 170 like oh. duplicate IPs. Ooh.
0: <laughs> it's way more than 170 now.
1: Yeah. What how many days now are we on? Are we on day eight, nine?
0: Uh, yeah, it's something like that, yeah. But
1: I, I am the conspiracy, uh, conspiracy-minded one. Yeah. I believe that. We are being attacked by some sort of low-grade Russian s- cyber weapon made in some kid's basement.
0: Same. that's uh,
1: that's my thing, and we're the test bed.
0: Well, if if some kid has access to about eight hundred IPs, because that's the number we have banned right now, um, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, so
1: what you're saying is, this is the work of the Russian government. And we need to muster up troops and start enlisting people to go fight the Russians in order to stop this DDoS attack.
0: Mm, no. So, first of all, uh, uh, denial, uh, distributed denial of service to attack, as you just mentioned, implies that we're getting hit massively all at once, denying the service to our listeners. If you're listening to our show right now, um, yeah you have access to our service. So, woo. Um, If you're listening after the fact, this was live, and people were not having issues. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, so long story short, like, I came back a couple days after came back from our trip, and I checked out uh, some performance issues. We were just noticing some things, needed to do a restart. Uh, Our server had, like had been up for something like nine months straight. Completely uninterrupted, excellent service, just fantastic. Um, part of that's because of the new provider we went with about a year ago, and yeah, um, they're they're doing really, really well, and we have very few complaints with them. Our provider also has automatic uh, DDoS protection, so if it senses certain traffic patterns, uh, certain activity, that I don't know. Some, however, its algorithm works. I don't really can't really tell you. Um, it'll automatically move your server and its resources to a different place, and it'll do all this different stuff to mitigate the attack, um, so that it has less of an impact. Um, but what we're seeing isn't bad enough to trigger that, which I would take as a good sign, honestly. But what I have been seeing is that we get a lot of duplicate connections from certain Russian and Ukrainian IP addresses, and they will connect for like a second or two, and then disconnect. And then about five seconds later, they'll reconnect, and then disconnect. And this just keeps happening over and over and over. So right now, the same... Yeah, we've got a script going that basically says, look, if you connect X number of times and it's less than y number of seconds over a period of z minutes, then, yeah, uh, you're connecting far too often, and you're not actually listening, and so you're banned. So, sorry. If you're one of the unfortunate individuals that has been, uh, I guess, hit with this, you wouldn't be listening, so you couldn't hear what I'm saying right now anyway. But uh, just, just, yeah, just send us a message and say, hey, I can't listen to the station anymore. That shouldn't happen though, because like, the I set the bar pretty high. You have to have a pretty terrible connection record for it to uh, to to flag your address. So I made it pretty tough to for someone like even even trying trying to exhibit bad behavior, connection behavior, and getting banned it would be difficult. But don't try, please. Like I don't want to have to go search for the address and say hey this one's okay because that's kind of a pain to be honest so
1: yeah so um things happened here stateside while you were gone.
0: yeah well i mean texas was starting to get hit with some stuff and
1: but before that like way before
0: oh yeah yeah I, as as I'm looking over at my uh, my Chromecast that suddenly put a picture of the sun up there, you guys had a, a solar eclipse that happened in
1: my neck of the woods. Yeah. Of all places now. A, if you got-
0: it was the how long had it been since the last solar eclipse?
1: ninety nine years. Uh, well, yes, yes, no. ninety nine years since the uh, total eclipse was visible throughout the entire continental United States.
0: Okay, so that might be a little more... Because I remember like seeing... Because
1: Science Channel even came out and said 99 years in the making.
0: Okay, fair enough. So, but I, I also remember seeing this television broadcast from like the 70s or something where they're like...
1: That this... was Germany! That was, a, that was a eclipse in Germany.
0: No, that was the US. Because they specifically said it wasn't going to happen in the U.S. In the continental U.S. anyway, for X number of years. The next one happens when... Yeah, the next one happens on my brother's birthday, actually. So that's an easy date to remember. It's just a matter of remembering what year it happens.
1: But regardless, in my neck of the woods, we had an eclipse. Now, at the studio, we did not have a total eclipse, we had a partial eclipse. However, if I were to drive two hours south, we would have a total eclipse. Now we, I have, if you guys go on the Facebook page, uh, scroll down uh, a little bit, uh, I put a time-lapse 4K video from my GoPro of what a partial eclipse looks like to the naked eye. Um, Because we were all given like special glasses you have to wear in order to stare at the sun. And I mean, I don't have them with me right now, but I spent my time actually down the street at my girlfriend's house because she has less trees so I could actually get a better look. Uh It was actually really interesting seeing the moon like at the times predicted cross in front of the sun. Like I watched it from 1258 was when the moon was supposed to touch the edge of the sun. And that it would that was around the the two if like if the sun was a clock that was around the two two o'clock position. Okay. And it kind of hooked around. Now, a something you need to know about a partial eclipse. Even though 96% of the sun is covered. Do not stare at the sun. Do not because it is still bright enough to hurt your eyes even though it is a tiny sliver of the sun peeking out from behind the moon
0: mm-hmm. I think your video compensated for the brightness and it's actually really difficult to tell that it gets darker
1: no um what I tell people to do is look at the house because you mm. can kind of see the house roof okay you can actually see the house roof get darker
0: and if you, um, if you check out the video that DMJ posted, I'm assuming you're going to post it anyway.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pop. I'm gonna pop it up in chat. There, but,
0: the other thing that happens, and what I heard happens just normally with eclipses, is that uh, you'll actually get like a slight temperature dip. But the other thing is, yes, the, actually,
1: it wasn't just slight. It was actually very, very, very noticeable huh. um, at her house. It went from in the sun being ninety degrees. Holy moly. Heat index. <laughs> it actually dropped down to 85. Okay. So that's actually a significant temperature. Now that's heat index. That is not actual temperature. Right. But to the skin, it was significant. It was enough where my girlfriend is anemic. She does not like going out in the hot sun. It was enough where she actually stood outside with me after the sun was about halfway, uh, after the moon was halfway across the sun. And it was actually comfortable for her. So, huh. so like, to me, I think that was actually pretty pretty neat. Uh, I'm still trying to
0: look. The other it. thing I observed in your video, and as I was saying, and what other people see too, is that you'll, because of that that drop in temperature, you'll see the moisture start condensing into clouds, and then when the sun comes back, those clouds dissipate.
1: Yes. Um. You can actually see it in the time lapse. You see a big cloud build up,
5: mm-hmm.
0: but towards um, towards the end, it just kind of like disappears. It's yeah. kind of cool. Uh,
1: I think I got it. I got the video. I'm trying to get it to copy and paste. My computer is slow right now because uh, it is updating everything on Steam.
5: A likely uh, story.
1: Dropping the video on General from the Facebook page. Um it was actually really interesting to watch and we actually got some pretty cool stuff so her dad actually not only ordered standard essentially what i would consider 3d glasses with the, the special film over it to stare at the sun sure. but he also got essentially a two times magnifying Ooh. binocular for oh, that sounds so i read so we were holding that up because he was down in bowling green with my girlfriend's sister who just moved into college down there and they were actually on a farm watching it where they had a total eclipse back at the house we only got a partial one. I thought he would be kind enough to buy a special filter for his telescope because they sell it he's got like what are those like really nice telescope arrays okay. um he ended up saying no because they're charging me $216 for something I'm only going to use for a day hmm. so that was a thing Um, but I mean, it was, it was very interesting to watch. Uh, there was definitely like, what was strange about the whole situation was where I was situated for all of this. My, um, they were telling people, um, who are along the path of this whole thing, um, stay off the roads. Uh, mostly because you got people, you know, staring at the sun while driving, you know. Um. That just
0: sounds like. You think? chickens looking up at the rain, like, you know.
1: You think that, but that is actually something (laughs) I've witnessed. Like, I saw a UPS driver stop in the middle of a turn in a three-way stop. Oh, man. To look up at the sun outside of his vehicle. Right across the street from my girlfriend's house. Um,
0: How many optometrists do you think had patients that came and like, there's something wrong with my vision?
1: Well, you have to also understand that these special glasses that we all bought were being distributed throughout the whole area. And you might think they're rather expensive. They are not. I think one pair cost $1.98 and they literally are just 3D glasses with a special film, like cardboard 3D glasses from the 90s with a special film over it. And what's really interesting is we are keeping ours because of the 20, I think the 2024 path has it going across the Cleveland area Ooh. in Ohio, so we might be going up for that. Nice. Um, so we're keeping our glasses so it's, you know, they're usable as long as they're not punctured or scratched in any way. You can actually use, um, uh, use these glasses and they have no, even though they have expiration dates, they, according to NASA, these glasses have none. Even mm-hmm. though they, they're just put on there for safety reasons.
0: This is hilarious. So uh, we had a user... I know, I'm looking at you. We had a user in our Discord chat post an article. People reportedly put sunscreen on their eyes to watch Eclipse. You know... That sounds incredibly unpleasant.
1: <laughs> you know... That sounds awful. <laughs> now, during this whole Eclipse thing, mm-hmm. um, you actually start noticing a lot of weird starts happening outside uh-huh. namely with the insects oh,
5: because really?
1: with insects they have absolutely no idea
0: well, sure.
1: about time of day other than what they can like see so like when down down up by us it wasn't as prominent but down over where my girlfriend's dad was they had cicadas come out crickets started chirping um, lightning, fireflies started getting active during like the tiny window of the of the solar eclipse. So I thought that was real rather interesting. It was you know wildlife kind of acts up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that, is that was pretty much it. <laughs> cool. Um, other than that, there down over here at the Louisville studio, there hasn't been uh, out, outside of outside of my own personal doings and stuff, there hasn't been much <laughs> down here even though I am on I just had my first bit of food in a while
0: that's that's good, well you know yeah. I'm glad we've been able to catch up during this time DMJ and it just yes. so happens to be on a live show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just happens to be on a live show.
0: Yeah, um, would, you know, don't, don't don't mind us, guys. We're we're just having a chat. It's...
1: You guys have absolutely no idea like the minds the mindset I'm in right now. <laughs> I have been working out. Uh I am on hydroxy cut which is causing a myriad of just craziness in my body. Uh-huh. Um I've switched over from sweet tea to unsweetened black tea. And uh, I'm having my first major meal since uh, I would guess 12 o'clock a.m. last night.
0: Okay, and of course you have to explain to people now why you're not insane.
1: Um. Okay. So, um, for those listeners out there, I don't know how many people are lis- how many people are listening from the south. Um. I. I. I as you all know. Uh, I play airsoft. I'm literally sitting here at the at my computer with an airsoft gun, just sitting here, ready for the show to end so I can just start loading and unloading magazine doing reload drills. Uh, I decided uh, about a week or two ago, uh, I was coming to... Uh, to uh, I was going to go to an, uh, a national event uh, for a uh, producer, uh, event producer called American Millsim, um, yeah. which they put on some great national ops. They do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I was planning on going to faded giant in South Carolina and I know I've talked about it several times here on the show. However, um, government contracts came through. We won't be able to use the AO for five years. So same date, different location, I'll be going to a new uh, event they're going to be holding in Fort McCallum, Ala- or Fort McKellen? I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Fort McKellen, Alabama. Um, and it's called Operation Black Site. Now, as a person like me, I am not militarily inclined. However, I I know I'm going by myself, I'm going to be thrown in a random squad. I need to get up to at least some sort of standard of health and stuff like that. So I decided about two weeks ago, I bought a treadmill, I didn't buy a treadmill, I got a treadmill. Um, I started eating healthier. Um,
0: so you're basically just preparing for this event that you're going to be going to later in the year.
1: Yes. And I, and I mean, like, I, cu- I cut out a lot of sugar. Um, I'm trying to, you know, up my protein count. Um, I've been using Samsung Health uh, to kind of monitor myself. I've been running every day since like as soon as I get home from work, I start running.
0: Wow. Um, When do you get home from work? Isn't that like late at night?
1: Yeah, around 2 to 430 a.m. So as soon as I get home, I immediately throw on all my workout stuff and I just do my warm ups. I get on the treadmill. I put on a bunch of aerosol videos and I just run until I can't run anymore. Wow. Um. They got, um, I, deci- I I also am preparing by buying a bunch of equipment. I need to get like a jet boil. Eating, I got to learn how to eat mountain house meals. Um, I'm trying to get a hold of and see if I can get anything, el- anything else I'm going to need I'm gonna camping. Uh, but what's really interesting is I'm actually going a day early. So if anybody out there who's a good Soapy Radio listener or a fan of the show, if you guys want to like, I'm in Alabama. By myself, I'm going to be getting a hotel for the first night before I camp the next day. Um, I'll be getting in early in the morning on Friday. Um, If you want to meet up with me, if you live around the Fort McCallum area or is not that far, hit me up. And and, you're
0: interested in in what DMJ is doing, but I mean, that's
1: no, you know, like, you don't even have to be interested. We can just hang out (laughs) and do like Toho stuff. The, the day before because i don't have to be in formation until 10 10 a.m the next day so as long as i mean i'll have a literally a full day to hang out with you guys cool and do cool stuff
0: well this is our next song from the album burning brand in to the security live number 60 This is Gensokyo Radio Live number 60. Uh, I almost missed the mark because I was too busy laughing at memes. Uh, We are, of course, kind of celebrating Cherno Day. It is September 9th after all, and so that's one of the big focuses of today's show. Uh, There's a lot of Cherno images. We have a Cherno Day channel in our partner Discord server. If you're not already over there, where have you been? Like, We've only got about 25 minutes left of the show. Uh, discord.gg/gr is the quickest and easiest way to get there, so that is what you're going to be looking for. Uh, DMJ, what's your what's your favorite cherno related meme from today's selection? It's a fine, broad selection.
1: It is a flat, uh, uh, <laughs> a, 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 a very broad array, uh, a good smattering of Cherno memes. Words, but. My, um, my personal favorite meme is the anything involving toasted Cherno from the new game. Ah, uh, okay. Those are the best. Toasted tan- or just tan? I'm going to call it toasted because Zun just threw Cherno into a toaster for this one. <laughs> they are they are the the good gnocchi, you know, the the, 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 the good the, the good stuff, you know, the good good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yep.
1: I love making the, the, the those memes. They are great.
0: Good stuff. Indeed. I don't know if I really have a favorite one. There's just so much to choose from. Uh,
1: JPEG is the strongest! <laughs> Yes,
0: the the incredibly compressed JPEG. You know, <clears throat> well, of course, it's since it's Trino Day. There, there's a lot of silly stuff going on. Some of it's frankly kind of stupid. But hey, you know what? That's fine. It's like this is the day for that stuff, right? And as I was on my trip in Japan, I noticed, you know, like I really, if you're if you're looking at anything that's translated from. Japanese or another language, particularly, I'm sure people are familiar with the term English, Uh, I actively went and looked around for some of that stuff, just like kind of in passing, I would sort of like note it down. Um, In fact, I have a t-shirt that I bought from Digital Wing, and it's it's a cool t-shirt. It's a black shirt. It's got sort of like this metallic silver print on it. And the phrase that you'll find on the shirt is Swell in a dance song. It is glory that in dance music. And that's that's it like... Beautiful! Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so it's, uh, but there, there's a lot of other stuff I found too, and so I wanted to share some of that with you guys. Um, so like if you go to a convenience store in Japan, uh, you'll you'll be able to find a lot of kind of you know, food items, snacks, whatnot. Um, one really common item is to find uh, sandwiches. So you can get like a, you know, BLT sandwich or an egg sandwich or tuna sandwich. So many different kinds. But uh, w- one of the sandwiches I got had this like, nice branding on it. And it just said delicious sandwich on it. And then underneath it, because it's cool to have things printed in English in a country where the language is Japanese um, they write under delicious sandwich quote we made a fresh and delicious sandwich and that's just it like was that really necessary it says delicious sandwich on it but it's just there's this interesting thing where it's uh, perceived as cool to put English on various items Uh, If you ever step into the store Don Quixote uh, in Japan, there's a lot of that. So much so that I couldn't really pick one to choose from. But uh, here's another one. When we were in um, a hotel in the Odaiba area that's where Kamiket is held, we got someone, I don't remember where this came from actually someone got like a wash uh like a wash towel like a just you know something to like to clean your face with or, or whatever but it was in this nice little package and so uh on the front of it it says body wash towel okay, okay I guess it's a body wash towel whatever uh and it says <laughs> I don't know this one cracks me up for some reason this towel makes a lot of bubbles and kinds to your skin Period. And then the next line is, So, comma, you have a pleasant bath time. Yes. And if anyone caught that on Twitter, I, I said, so you have a pleasant listening time. That's why I wrote that. It's it's from this quote on this body wash towel thing. Like, It's just, I don't know why, but like, and Zara will poke fun at me for saying this. If you're listening out there, Zara... I'm, I'm sorry you can't join but if he were here he'd be like Lunar is just has this fascination about this you know? and it's true like all throughout when I was there it's just like this is so silly um, I got a couple more for you though So, actually a few more, um, some people are familiar with the drink, uh, Uh, some people want to pronounce it a different way that makes it sound like something less pleasant. Um, in fact, so much so that the version they sell in the States and elsewhere is called, uh, Calpico. And so it says, um, this drink tastes like nothing else. Feel refreshed anytime, anywhere. I mean this seems pretty normal. I mean I'll, you know I'll, I'll take that. That's actually one of the more mundane ones I found out there. So and let's see. yeah, a couple more. Um, as I was in the Kamisua area, there was a sign out there that was... I don't exactly know what it was advertising, because most of it was in like, you know, Kana and Kanji. Most of it I couldn't read. But there's this one part out on it that said 90 cents and four. Like it had a cent sign, but their currency is yen. It, uh, unless like, the cent sign means something else. Just, I don't know. It was just very confusing to me. Like, I passed by it, and I literally did a double take and looked at it again, and I took a photo, and I'll share that on the Discord. But, like, yeah, it's, uh like, I don't know why this is here. They Why does it say sense? Unless the sense sign means something else, and I just don't know. But I found that strange. All right, the last one, and this is kind of funny because uh, this was found in a round one, and there are some round ones here in the States, but they are there's a lot more of them in Japan because that's kind of where they come from uh, there was a quote on a I don't, I don't know what the difference is there's like the normal round one locations and then there's a round one stadium I don't entirely know how it's different but uh, but at one of the round one stadium locations it says come play with round one as much as possible it is enjoyable as much as it likes various sports and amusement in the time the compound entertainment space choked with play entirely and this just sounds like words I'm sure but it's what has greater impact is when I post the like images of all this stuff which which I'll, I'll I'll do in general and it's gonna flood things but just have a look and it's like... They printed this on things, and they like this quote that I just read was on a wall. Like you can't, you can't really remove it. You just have to like paint over it. So it's just this, I don't know. I, I don't know why I find it so fascinating. It's just some of it just seems kind of goofy to me, you know. So uh, it was it was fun kind of tracking that stuff and and. There's another one that I tried looking for. Uh, I know Zara has a photo of it, but we were walking by this place. It was like a store. It was like, shop here once, and you'll be, like, infatuated or hooked. Like, you'll keep coming back. And it was like this quote that was written on the side of a building. It was, it was very blatant. Like, it just takes one time, and you'll keep coming back or something. It was very much, like... I don't know if you want it. It's, like, it's like what
1: was it? The Pringle, the, the old Pringles logo or it's like once pop you pop the top, you can't and, stop. Yeah, it's like what pop the top you can't stop. Uh-huh, so, like so, that.
0: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> although this one just sounded worse than that. Like the Pringles thing it it had a literate like it it rhymed like, you know, it kind of it had a thing to it. It didn't really seem that weird to be honest, but this other quote was like okay, yeah, that that's cool. Take a photo, keep walking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take a photo.
0: Keep walking. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna be there just once because it's all I could be there for. And if it, if I want to go back, I'll be like, well, dang, I just have this urge to go back to that one store that said I would keep coming back for more, and I can't. It's like it's, it's like having a craving for food that you don't, you just can't. It's, it's an itch you can't scratch. It's that kind of thing, you know.
1: Lot, okay, so something I found. So Toshi's talking about uh, the stadium, the state round one stadium actually has like batting cages in outdoor tennis and basketball and stuff like that.
0: Well, see, like I mean that that's cool, but at the location that we were at. I think this was the photo I posted was from the uh, the round one year of Osaka. Uh, I don't think there was any of that. One thing they did have, though, was there were three different floors with bowling alleys.
1: That's that probably was... their gimm that that location's gimmick. Because the one I'm looking at, it looks like it's got like tennis,
5: mm-hmm.
1: uh, badminton.
0: I'm just trying to figure out where they would put that. Like, is it? I mean, because uh, obviously space is at a premium. So well,
1: this kind of ties into like both. What happened during your trip in by airsoft? You guys actually went to an air, or at least I know Bucky went to an airsoft themed bar. Yeah,
0: yeah, and Bucky, that was,
1: and they had a they had a shooting range in the bar. Is that like that kind of stuff common? Like, were they just like I honestly don't we're gonna do some weird gimmick with our restaurant?
0: Um, okay, so that kind of thing, if if I recall correctly, that would have been in the uh the Akihabara area. They have a lot of uh, interesting stuff. They've got a Gundam cafe. Uh, if you know oh the group, if you know the group AKB48, they've got a cafe for them. Um, there's the Square Enix cafe. There's also an Arteria cafe which is next to the uh, Square Enix headquarters actually. And all, all those places are are interesting and they've all kind of got their own unique spin. Uh, this next song here is Overdrive Supernova from the album 50/50. This has been Soak Ready Live number 60. Soki Radio Live, number 60. And we've got about eh, five, five, ten minutes, something like that. We're towards the end tonight. It is Cherno Day for the third time Woo! or the ninth time or whatever you want to call it. Get
1: your ice! Put it in your hands because it's Cherno Day! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So the Ice fairy rules the chat windows and everything uh meanwhile mr sketchy oh gosh why did you change your name to that has an anger folder the size of 1.2 terabytes apparently i don't know why he's posting that or why i just mentioned it to everyone who's listening but that is a thing that you will find on our partner discord server you should really be over there if you can
1: yeah, if you can get over here
0: dmj Literally, and i so. were just talking about the weather of course that's a pretty big topic that's in the southern part of the states right now i know that this is an international station but uh, as, as far as like really active atmosphere and storm systems go that's pretty much the hot spot right now is is around florida so
1: yeah right right now is like the big deal um again like i stress enough. Uh, from what it looks like, at least the major population centers are out of the reach of at least the eye wall. You will still be getting tropical de- tropical storm winds from the outer bands. Um, so that includes Miami, that includes Orlando, you guys so far safe. However, west coast of Florida, different story. G- get out. Good yeah. go No good. Go go go. Because this is not going to be a good event. Um so we'll see what happens. Um like like I said, just keep an eye out. If you got people in Florida, um just let them know you're thinking about them. Good vibes on sending them out. Uh, to yeah. everybody affected by the last two
0: hurricanes yeah. anything anything helps even if it's just words of encouragement anything you've got you've know anyone that's uh yeah go do yeah. your part um, uh, to wrap it up a little bit here for Cherno day uh, Iosys released their ninth anniversary version of a particular video and I'll' post a link to folks in our Discord about that, but um, they sent it out on Twitter, if you look up Biosys uh, underscore I'm actually OS.
1: looking at it right now on uh, TweetDeck.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of activity. Um, over 8,500 retweets, over 8,000 likes, if you're into that kind of thing, and if you're not, just know that that's, um, that's kind of a big number for what it is. If you consider that you know, Toho being the sort of like niche thing, and over here in iOSys's uh, Twitter feed, you have over 8,000 uh, reactions, essentially. So.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, essentially, uh, to wrap it up, uh, I guess. I guess we're done?
0: <laughs> that's that's not the way you want to wrap up a show like um, this. What, what are you
1: doing? I do. Um, so. If you guys don't know, um, we have Twitters, follow them. We do cool stuff. Um, Follow me on Spotify. I haven't got a lot of people. I actually have a Spotify and I've been doing weekly playlists. Um, So if you guys wanna listen to the stuff that I listen to outside of Toho, uh, come over to my Spotify. it's dmj654 on spotify i'm pretty sure that's how you get to it i had a problem during registration and on the desktop version and on my phone version i am a bunch of garbly cooked uh (laughs) numbers and letters that make no sense but on uh spotify on the app on pc both windows 7 and windows 10 i'm dmj654 uh i don't know why it's like that all right Uh, playlists that I have I have a time travel vaporwave playlist I just put out today Uh, previous playlist I have three more I have my favorite metal tracks my favorite hip hop R&B tracks and my guilty pleasures and my guilty pleasures (laughs) does include Lady Baby Uh, (laughs) some Drake is in there uh, I got some Polypha volumes, uh, Skyler Spence, a.k.a. St. Pepsi, Skrillex is in there. Oh, boy. It's very green day, so Ooh. You guys follow me on, if you guys want to listen to me, listen to what I listen to on Spotify, come follow me. I listen to a lot of stuff you guys probably haven't heard of.
0: I wouldn't expect anything less from our resident music reviewer.
1: Um, all, all the previous playlists are pinned in... Uh, hashtag music down in the text channels. Uh, if you just go there, go to the pinned; they're all in there. Sweet. Uh, what about you, Learner?
0: Well, a uh, couple things. So one of them is, as I mentioned before, uh, I do a couple things full time these days um freelancing is one of them because uh, on to about two and a half months ago i was laid off from my job so i'm operating essentially on support from people like you out there as well as savings and that's not really going to last forever so i'm currently building a portfolio and gotta get out there and do some work for people. Uh, I really want to get into freelancing and even though the circumstances are kind of unfortunate I figure that this is probably the best time to just get out there and try it. Uh, Before I do that though I mentioned building a portfolio. The biggest thing I have under my belt that I've made is Gensoki Radio's website and so what I've been working on this past week is I've been doing a rehash of the website that's right. Konsoleky Radio version seven is. Oh in the works.
1: no! This is gonna take another year.
0: No, but it's different because every other time I've made a website, it's been balancing the time between work and things you don't understand. I don't have a part-time job or a full-time job. I'm. I, I mean, I don't want to say that, but that's just what it is right now, right? So yeah. I'm like. The past, what, four days or something, I put in pretty much a good 30, 40 hours into just doing coding. And I have to say, it's really slick right now. I'm trying to polish this as, as best I can and get it out there. So, ooh, so all are the reactions out to, there.
1: <laughs> are we going to be getting... Uh, so, in version 7,
0: uh-huh.
1: are we going to expect, like... The website to finally become VR compatible, and that we are going to be able to not only touch the music, but also be able to give everybody virtual hugs.
0: Okay, so I know I've mentioned Janus VR before, and uh, wh- how that works is it's actually code embedded in web pages. That'd be really cool, but I'm not working on that right now. I, I what I'm saying is it's actually a possibility. But I'm not working on that. I don't have plans to work on that. I want to build the best standard uh, responsive website that I can build for everyone out there. So And the re- you'd like the gap between six and you know version six and now is the biggest gap that we've had. I mean six has been out there for at least a couple of years, I think.
1: So. Uh, about two, I think, two or three.
0: Um, yeah, before that it was like maybe a year in between. Um, the earlier versions were a little more frequent because I was still kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with the website and stuff. So I tried a different style stuff and whatnot. I mean, I'm going to get technical if I keep talking about this, but yeah. So it's in the works and I'm trying to incorporate some of the things that people have told us about over the last couple of years um and and put it into this so uh, um yeah
1: uh other things um real quick uh i got a new podcast i've been talking about it i talked about it last year i was oh, on yeah. i am still taking name recommendations p.m me on twitter p.m me on discord so, so send me your titles
0: t- okay so titles for what let's make sure that people know what you're talking about
1: it is, it is a title for a review type show with Zara and I want to be able to put out the good stuff on... Uh,
0: DMJ, basically DMJ has done live shows on his own before in the form of DMJ's Hangouts but he wants to work on an actual podcast format show. Now, people call the show that we're doing right now a podcast because people can listen to it after the fact but it's a live broadcast. We do these live. They're not edited beyond tweaking some sound levels sometimes but otherwise this is what you get like if i say something if i mess up live on stream it's out there you know I, we don't really take a lot of stuff out usually yeah. there was one particular live show the dmj ran live number 45 it has an entire chunk cut out from it because he started it up like a DMJ's hangout show even though it wasn't a DMJ's hangout show. Yeah. So, I was like, I don't know if I want to keep that in so I'm It was I mean, it's fancy cuz like DMJ's hangout shows have like their own little intro thing. Why don't we have an intro thing on GR Live? I don't know. We'll, we'll fix that. Well, maybe.
1: okay. Yeah, talk talk we got to talk to DJ Koishi. And DJ and Koishi's not
0: the only person who can do these. I have connections. Yeah. Connections. So- <laughs> We'll, we'll figure something out. I don't yeah. know if we need one, but it'd be nice.
1: it will be nice. So, um, I mean, it'd be kind of weird, you know, what are we on, show show number 60? Uh-huh. And 60 shows in, we finally got an intro? Oh,
0: yeah, well, I mean, yeah. You, you have a point. But you know what else is unique about 60? Is that there's a particular song from a particular game something something fate of sixty years yeah you know what that's associated with deep that that's a question do you know what that's associated with
1: i i guess i don't know
0: uh... well uh... i have it good from puzzle if i'm getting this wrong blame puzzle uh... puzzle tells me there's a particular relation uh,
1: between... Oh yeah, yeah. You're talking about between Shurno, the 60 years border. The border kind of falls apart. You know, the whole reason why, uh, you know, Toho Six happened. I guess. Yeah. Um, Toho Six. Yeah. Uh, the border weakened.
0: Well, I know that. Uh,
1: Sixty every 60 years, the Hakurai border weakens. Uh, Shurno is exactly 60 years old in that in that game. So okay. she yeah. so she was essentially born and 60 years later, you know, the events happened.
0: Yeah, so there's a relation there. Now people in chat are getting this right. It is something out there. Pe- people are getting it. I'm going to wrap it up with these last two songs here. Thank you for listening to Gonzo Radio Live number 60 and we will see you next time.
3: 堕落し荒廃した正義を真の姿に戻せるのは
2: Let me go.